0: all right welcome to fanatics football the football segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate what's up bro so all right uh, today's gonna be an interesting episode we're gonna dive into a few things Going on around the NFL, the first one, there is a change in overtime rules for the playoffs, so we're definitely going to talk about that. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it by some. Others thought that the rules were okay, but they would made a change, so we're definitely going to get into it. Uh, We're also going to look at some of the free agents that are still available, talk about maybe where it is a good fit for them. Maybe if they're on the offensive side, we can potentially talk about how they might uh, help out in fantasy. So that's definitely going to be interesting. And then we're going to finish up looking at a mock draft of the NFL entry uh, draft on NFL.com. It's basically just, you know, um, putting players uh, from different positions with teams that could potentially draft them. I guess we'll just dive into that for a little bit. So how does that sound? Sounds good. All right. So let's just start right at the beginning uh, with the overtime rules being changed in the nfl for the postseason uh so basically i'll just read off what the rules say um basically the rules will say that both teams will receive a possession in overtime uh and it looks like uh the rule change only applies to the postseason uh because it's like an elimination game and if it goes longer it's not like uh the season where it's like they're they're sort of uh, like I guess limited in terms of time because uh, they don't want games going on for like so long, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, they they definitely apply that to the postseason. Um, and then apparently, uh, let me see what else it says about these rules. Uh, basically, yeah, both teams will get a chance at the ball, so it's not going to be decided uh, by the coin toss. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, you go for a touchdown and then i assume that uh, if you get a touchdown you can go for a two-point conversion and then um yeah apparently the other team can come back and score a touchdown i don't know what are your thoughts on it uh, i'm a little confused by it but i guess give me your thoughts
1: i'm kind of confused by it as well i'm guessing they want to change it because apparently stats wise um, whoever wins the coin toss, they're heavily favored to basically just win outright if it goes to overtime. So they kind of wanted to level the playing field, but um, for this, I'm not really too sure because it looks like um, if both teams get a possession, then I'm guessing whoever wins would have to win by at least two scores.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. Um, Apparently there was a... a rule that it was like a touchdown scored and a successful two point conversion would have ended the game but apparently that's not the case um apparently even if you score a touchdown and go for two the other team still has a chance to get a touchdown and go for two as well so i think that's the part i was confused about um it's just like I think in the playoffs, it's just gonna it's just gonna go back and forth. Regardless, it's not like it's gonna end with a touchdown. In the regular season, though, if you do get a touchdown, I believe the game's done in terms of overtime. So this just applies to the postseason. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's decent in that sense. Obviously, I definitely like seeing teams play good defense. We saw how the Bengals did it in that playoff overtime against the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they force an interception, then they end up winning the game. So I kind of like to see that more. Uh, I feel like um, even though the coin toss went towards the Chiefs in the previous game where they beat the Bills, I mean, it's happened so many times that way. I remember as a Patriots fan, it happened when we were facing the Chiefs, uh, where we won the coin toss and we beat them. So honestly, it goes both ways. Um, I, I feel like, you know, one team gets screwed over one game and then they're going to screw over another team in another game. I don't know. Maybe what are your thoughts on that?
1: I guess it's kind of the idea that, oh, my, if my team is, like, better, like, on paper, I want my team to be able to show that. So I guess with kind of a more back and forth kind of rule, like a rule that allows, like, more possessions, then theoretically the stronger team should be able to come out on top not so i guess instead of um instead of like a coin a coin toss like kind of helping out it's more like whoever has the stronger roster overall probably
0: yeah i think that definitely makes sense it also favors the offense more because i mean if you feel like your offense is good enough then you pretty much just don't have to play a lot of defense and then if you only allow three points your offense can just go down and win the game so yeah, I feel like it kind of hurts defense in that way. But then, like you said, at the same time, it gives both teams a chance in overtime. Um, it's just one of those things. You're going to get people on both sides. Um, honestly, doing it in the playoffs, I feel like it should be OK because, you know, it's more important regular season. It's like if you want to get the win, win it in regulation, that kind of thing. Uh, if you lose an overtime off of the first possession, it's just the regular season like there's another game coming up on the network right after. You can't have a game going back and forth the whole time unless there actually is no score. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely uh, a change that uh, some like to see, some don't like to see, but we'll definitely um, keep an eye on how it sort of affects games going forward because there's definitely going to be some controversy either way. This is the NFL. Uh, we, we already know those kind of things happen. So, yeah, definitely an interesting rule change for sure. I'll move to the next thing now. Uh, We'll look at some of the top free agents still available. I guess maybe um, get your thoughts on, I guess, you know, uh, whether there's still a top level player, maybe a a fit in terms of an NFL team. And yeah, we'll start with Tyran Matthews, safety from the Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like the Chiefs are not bringing him back. Um, I guess, I don't know. uh, Do you still see him as a top player? And I guess maybe where do you think he should sign?
1: Um. I'm not sure if I would still consider him a top player, mainly because he's starting to get up there in age. I think he's still at the age where he has more than enough experience. He's not that old, he's like only 30, but um, I guess players tend to age a little bit faster in like a sport in football. So I would say he could still end up being in like a team that's trying to push for the playoffs. I guess it also kind of depends on the cap space as well because most likely he's going to be kind of a more expensive player. So maybe a team, I guess like a team that kind of has like a lot of cap space, but they're also trying to make a playoff push.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers would make sense just because they've always prided themselves on like big time defensive players. So I think that's maybe the fit that I would think of. Uh, The next player on this list you're really familiar with, and that's Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I don't know. I feel like he should re-sign back with the Rams just because, um, you know, he's doing rehab and that whole thing. Um, I guess what are your thoughts on him and where he should maybe sign?
1: I mean, it worked out with with him with his first year um, with the Rams and, I'd say the Rams are kind of favorite to make another deep playoff run, if not go all the way to the Super Bowl again. So I'd probably say the Rams are probably his best bet.
0: you think there's any chance he goes back to the Browns considering Deshaun's now there?
1: Um, I mean I'd hope so, but I'm not really too sure.
0: Yeah, apparently there is some mutual interest there. So maybe after winning a ring, he's like, you know what, maybe I'll go back to the Browns, play with Deshaun. Yeah, we'll have to see about that. Next one, Stefan Gilmore, someone I'm really familiar with as a Patriots fan. Uh, of course, the Patriots didn't want to give him the long-term deal. Um, it looks like the Panthers haven't re-signed him either. Um, yeah, I don't know he's dealt with a lot of injuries the last couple of years. Looking for a landing spot for him is difficult because there are a lot of teams that need corners. Maybe if the Patriots can bring him back on a, a shorter-term deal, it could happen, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on where he could go?
1: It's going to be tough because um, he's going to have to prove that even with injuries, he still does have um, more than enough athleticism to be effective. So um, it's going to be a little bit hard. Maybe the Patriots could take him, but they're probably going to ask him to have a pay cut. So um, I guess whatever team he goes to, he's going to have to kind of um, keep in the back of his mind that they might ask him to have a pay cut.
0: Yeah, like the Patriots, uh, they sort of waited for Malcolm Butler to get a couple years older, and then they brought him back on a lower um, amount of money. Uh, they could do the same thing with Gilmore, that type of thing. They have trust in a lot of former players. That's definitely something I've seen from the Patriots. So they could. there, there is a chance that they could bring Gilmore back. We got Dwayne Brown, offensive tackle from the Seahawks. I honestly think he should go back to Seattle considering their offensive line has just been really bad and they definitely need uh, at least a decent tackle. I guess, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still available if they can afford and then he can send in the gap for them.
0: Yeah, he definitely shouldn't be that expensive as he is 37 years old. Uh, Bobby Wagner is another one. He's only 32, but it looks like the Seahawks are not interested in bringing him back. Um, he's definitely been looking at the Rams and the Cowboys. I guess, which one do you think would be a better fit for him?
1: Um, I'm not really too sure, personally. I think either either team kind of makes sense. So I'm not really a favorite either.
0: Yeah, honestly, I feel like uh, both teams would probably have to make some cuts. I know the Rams didn't bring back Vaughn Miller, so maybe there's an available spot at linebacker. Um, but yeah, um, I guess either or could be a decent spot for him and yeah, he's still like pretty solid. I think he's had the most tackles ever since he's coming to the league from whichever year that was until now. So he's, it's really solid and yeah, any team would benefit from him. The next one's Jadavion Clowney. You know him well from Cleveland. Um, yeah, he's just, hasn't really been that big time player that a lot of people expected him to be. Do you think Cleveland brings him back? Um. I don't know, where do you think he might go?
1: I think that any team that kind of needs an ed- edge rusher could p- take him. So I guess any team that kind of, that can kind of um, afford, afford him, especially if they don't um, have a pretty dominant edge rusher already. I'm guessing it didn't uh, – I guess he didn't really play up to his full potential in Cleveland, but even if they bring him back, then you basically have two dominant edge rushers at the same time. So it would still be a good item, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. And he probably won't command as much money considering his age and his uh, amount of injuries as well. Uh, you got two other defensive linemen here in Calais Campbell and Melvin Ingram. Both are getting up there in age. Um, I think it's going to be pretty tough for them to sign anywhere. Um yeah it's just really tough for me to see anything i guess uh what are your thoughts on i don't know maybe some teams that might need some pass rushers you think any might fit in cleveland i mean we've always talked about pittsburgh we've always talked about a few different teams i guess what are your thoughts
1: um i'm not really too sure they might end up being on a team that's kind of in a weaker conference and they don't necessarily have the money to get like for example a more big time player so we could see them in kind of like um, a weaker team, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the N- NFC seems like the weaker conference at this moment. So there is a chance they both go from the AFC to the NFC. Um, like you said, there's definitely some teams they're looking for some players. They might not find them in the draft. So there's a good chance these guys will get signed after the draft. But we got Rob Gronkowski here. It looks like he is going to re-sign with Tampa Bay. It just isn't official yet. So uh, that's probably his most likely definition. We have Jarvis Landry. He was cut from the Browns, but it looks like the Browns have interest in bringing him back. And apparently he's interested as well. I'm just not sure what your thoughts are on that.
1: I mean, I guess I'll take it if they're still interested, but most likely they probably want to kind of restructure the contract a little bit just so they can kind of stand to the cap. Yeah,
0: that's probably what the main thing is. Guess what are your thoughts on the potential receiving core of him and Amari Cooper?
1: I mean, I think it'd be good, especially with Deshaun Watson in and then Amari Cooper. It'd be a really good offense.
0: And you got Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt back there, too, man. That's looking pretty good. I can't lie about that. So, yeah, Cleveland looking really solid on both sides of the ball heading into this season. Uh, We got some other defensive linemen here, Uh, Jerry Hughes. Akeem Hicks, Trey Flowers. Um, Like we said, teams looking for guys like this, most likely after the draft. If they don't get someone they like there, they'll definitely go sign some of these vets. Uh, We got JC Treader here. He's a center. Um, Centers are definitely difficult to find. So teams will always have injuries. It looks like that he should be able to get signed at some point. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, there's wide receiver Will Fuller. Obviously, he's dealt with injuries. He's dealt with suspensions. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess what are your thoughts on Will Fuller and, I guess, his potential to sign somewhere?
1: I mean, he's still twenty twenty eight, 28, so he's still kind of in his prime. So I guess pretty much any team who wants a wide, wide receiver that's, like, not too expensive could probably take him.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um and also, um, offensive tackle Eric Fisher, he's definitely really solid. Obviously, he dealt with a lot of injuries last year. I'm still surprised the Chiefs let him go, but they did upgrade their offensive line. And then the Colts also let him go, which is interesting. So we'll see. Uh, there's definitely a team that's going to want tackles. Most of these guys will get signed after the draft, um, as you know. teams are probably going to take their chances with going after a younger player. Julio Jones is probably another one of those. Um, I guess he's been linked to a few different teams. Um, I guess maybe give me your thoughts on him.
1: Um, I guess this is kind of, um, it's kind, he's kind of in a position where people aren't sure if he's still the same Julio that was in Atlanta or if what happened in Tennessee is going to be the Julio that we see going forward. So I'm guessing that any team that takes him is probably going to ask him for a pay cut.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, He's definitely still really solid. I know he's been linked to the Colts. He's been linked to the Patriots. He's been linked to a few different teams. So we'll definitely see um, after the draft, which teams don't end up getting a top wide receiver. They might actually offer Julio Jones a one or two year deal. So um, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, There's a few other uh, smaller name free agents. Some of them most likely will go back to their current teams. Guys like can sue with Tampa Bay and Dante Hightower with the Patriots. Um, I guess others could find themselves on other teams, maybe a running back like Melvin Gordon or an edge rusher like Justin Houston, but we'll definitely keep an eye on those as they happen. Um, Yeah, I guess now we'll move uh, into our mock draft uh, for the NFL draft for 2022. Um, It is on NFL.com. Uh, NFL.com writer, Bucky, Bucky Brooks did his third mock draft of the season. So we'll just take a look at it and I guess I'll just get your thoughts. So, uh, we'll start with the first overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, yeah, we'll start with their first pick. Uh, he says they're taking Aiden Hutchinson. I guess, give me your thoughts on him. He's an edge rusher from
1: Michigan. I mean, you can always use another edge rusher on the team. I'm guessing um, Jacksonville like kind of want to work on the defense first and then maybe in the second round they can uh, take some offensive pieces.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we saw how um, decent their front line of defense can be last year. We saw what um, pass rusher Josh Allen did for them last year. The famous Josh Allen against Josh Allen game. Um, Yeah, uh, Josh Allen, I believe, was the second overall pick in his draft year. And if they can get an offensive freak like, uh, sorry, a defensive freak like Aiden Hutchinson on the other side, they'll definitely be really solid. Uh, We'll move to the Detroit Lions now. Uh, He has them taking Trevon Walker, defensive lineman from Georgia. Um, How do you feel about the Lions getting bigger up front?
1: I mean, it'll definitely help them uh, with their defense. I think that The Lions, they were already a team that they were making some pretty surprising upsets. So if they kind of focus on their defense first, they can kind of slow the other team down, try to develop the plays that they already have.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, They definitely need to get better defensive pressure, I feel like. And it seems like this guy, he's quick and he's really strong as well. So um, it looks like he'll definitely be able to help them out. Uh, With pick three, that he has the Texans taking Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, He's from Oregon. He's an edge rusher. Um, Yeah, honestly, uh, Houston needs any work on the defense at this point. Uh, I think you'd probably agree with that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. they have to take it at anyone like this.
0: Yeah, and it looks like that he has great quickness, and he's very explosive, definitely. They need a big play guy. They haven't had someone like that since J.J. Watt. Definitely uh, would be a solid pick. Uh, They have the New York Jets taking corner, Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. Um, Apparently, this guy's footwork is like 10 out of 10 coming into the draft. Probably one of the best corners we've seen in a while. Uh, Yeah, Jets need any type of pass defense at this point.
1: Yeah, any type of pass defense, and you can't really go wrong with a guy like Sauce Gardner.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. He covered some of the top wide receivers in college, so he's definitely going to try and translate that to the NFL. Uh, the Giants are picking at five. They take offensive tackle Evan Neal from Alabama. Um, I think you'd agree with me on this. Giants' offensive line has just been pretty terrible. It's probably been like bottom three in the league the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, with that, I think um, Evan Neal will probably make um, a lot of impact immediately. Um, it'll lo- allow their offense to kind of do somewhere. Saquon Barkley hasn't been able to pay, play to his potential. Daniel Jones hasn't been able to play to his potential. potential. So I guess Evan Neal's probably like the first priority.
0: For sure. And uh, moving to the Panthers at six, he has them taking Iki Ikuanu, offensive tackle from NC State. Um, Yeah, Carolina also had a very terrible offensive line last year. I believe it was bottom five. Um. the amount of sacks they allowed was just insane um i guess what are your thoughts
1: yeah they're kind of in a similar position to the giants um i guess christian mccaffrey he's been facing multiple injuries they haven't had the best luck with quarterbacks either so if they start with the line first i'd probably improve everything else
0: yeah definitely and uh get the giants picking again at seven uh, we got they got them taking Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. He's an edge rusher. Um, it looks like uh, with the first two picks, he has the Giants addressing both sides of the ball at the front line. I think that's a pretty smart idea. I guess. What
1: are your thoughts? I kind of like it. Um, I think that the Giants already have, um, I guess, some players already at the other positions. For example, they already have, um, Saquon Barkley on the offensive end. On the defensive end, they I think they have some players, but I think
0: the one probably more important right now. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, we'll get now to Atlanta at pick eight. Uh, they, He has them taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from Ohio State. Uh, of course, no more Julio Jones in Atlanta. No more Calvin Ridley for the foreseeable future. He'd pretty much be a compliment to Kyle Pitts. He's the top receiver off the board. I guess what are your thoughts on this pick?
1: I think it's a pretty good um, – I guess I, I think it's a pretty good pick for the Hawks. That way you're not really too reliant on Kyle Pitts. Yet. You have someone like um, Garrett Wilson. So, yeah, like it.
0: Definitely a, a solid uh, pick in my eyes. Uh, pick nine, Seattle. He has them taking Devin Lloyd, Utah linebacker. Obviously, it would be, just be a straight replacement for Bobby Wagner. Um, it makes sense because you know Seattle. They definitely need to improve their defense. I guess. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I guess this is kind of the best bang for buck option. So I like this pick as well.
0: All right, and the Jets are picking again at number ten. They took a corner with their first pick. Now they're taking a safety with their second pick. We talked about how bad their pass defense was. I don't know. What are your thoughts on taking uh, two players from the same area of the field?
1: I guess they really, really need some pass. Uh, past defense so why not prioritize that first
0: yeah definitely um getting to some of the other picks pick 11 and 12 you got washington at 11 minnesota at 12 they both take corners Derek stingley jr going to washington and andrew booth going to minnesota um i guess give me your thoughts on these two picks um i guess both teams they needed to upgrade there on their defense what are your thoughts
1: I think Washington last year, their defense wasn't as good as the year before last year. So they probably want to kind of address that. And the Vikings, their defense have been kind of um, up and down over the years. So I guess they kind of want to address that first.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely um, two teams that are, you know, trying to get into a a wide open playoff picture in the NFC. Definitely want to shore up their defenses. Uh, we get to Houston now. They take wide receiver Drake London in this mock draft. Um, yeah, apparently he's, he's like he'll go to a team and he'll be the number one receiver. Um, and yeah, he's great for the development of quarterback Davis Mills. I think it's a great pick. I guess give me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I guess they're probably um, confident in Davis Mills so far. So why not just bring in some talent to kind of help develop him?
0: for sure and uh, pick 14 uh, is the baltimore ravens he has them taking trent mcduffie corner from washington um yeah with the amount of injuries the ravens had on their past defense last year i think this is a must add
1: yeah it brings them even more depth and if they end up being healthier it kind of makes ravens even scarier to play
0: definitely and um picks 15 and 16 both owned by the Eagles. One they take wide receiver Chris Olave, and the other one they take corner Kyler Gordon. So they pretty much address both sides of the ball. I guess. What are your thoughts on these picks?
1: I kind of like them. Uh, I think the Eagles they really need to kind of improve their um, offense. So Chris Olave is a pretty uh, good add. Um, gives them some more weapons through the air, and Kyler Gordon gives them some pass defense. So I think those are some pretty good picks.
0: Yeah, definitely the best of both worlds. Um, LA Chargers at pick 17, he has them taking offensive tackle, Charles Cross. At this point, they're just trying to protect Justin Herbert. And I think I got to agree with them. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I don't think they really need to bring in um, any more talent like through the air or on the ground. Um, if they bring in some talent through the line, it's going to basically be even harder to stop this team.
0: Yeah, I know they definitely addressed wide receiver by re-signing Mike Williams. They addressed corner with JC Jackson and defensive line with Khalil Mack. So the only thing they didn't really address was the offensive line. So it makes sense. I definitely agree with that. Now we've got the Saints picking at 18. He has them taking offensive tackle Trevor Petting. Uh, Pretty much a straight-up replacement for losing Teron Armstead um, in free agency. Honestly, at this point, the Saints, um, they're one of the best teams at the line on both offense and defense. I think this is pretty much just a, a good replacement.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you lose a player, why not get another player right back?
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, it looks like the Philadelphia Eagles have another pick. Yes, I'm taking Tyler Linderbaum, uh, Iowa's center. Um yeah, honestly, their offensive line is kind of getting old. Both their offense and defensive line is kind of getting old, so they're, I guess, trying to replace players there. Um, I think it's a decent pick. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I guess it's a, it's an okay pick. Maybe if they wanted to, I guess, get the line, maybe they could try to draft um, a line a little bit higher, but I guess maybe they thought they should probably get some weapons around Jalen Hurts first get some uh, pass defense first I'm guessing they're pretty confident in the line still so Linda Palm's probably going to be like the next man up on the. Line.
0: yeah I definitely agree I think maybe they could have gone to the defensive side but uh, if they address it later in the draft that's definitely okay uh, pick 20s by Pittsburgh he hasn't taken Jahan Dotson Penn State wide receiver um, at this point, they're trying to get weapons from Mitch Trubisky. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster in free agency. I guess, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I guess um, they need another, I guess, weapons to kind of uh, complement uh, who's already there, like Chase Claypool. So I
0: guess this way, they're still a pretty um, strong team. For sure. And uh, New England Patriots, he has am selecting... Uh, Roger McCreary at 21 he's a corner from Auburn Uh, I feel like that this is just a straight-up replacement for JC Jackson I don't mind it at all Um, definitely get a young body corner in there Um, yeah and uh, Patriots are great at developing defensive players I guess what are your thoughts
1: I mean Bill Belichick pretty much always knows what he's doing so I'll just stick with what he knows
0: definitely and um, it looks like the Packers are he has them taking Bernard uh, Raymond, uh, offensive tackle from Central Michigan. I'm surprised the Packers aren't taking a wide receiver here, but they haven't really wanted to take wide receivers in the first round. So I guess what are your thoughts
1: on this pick? I thought like the wide receiver might have been kind of the first priority for Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers keeps saying, I need, I need help, I need help. I mean, the line does help. It's going to make it a lot easier to pass. It's going to make it easier to run. But at the same time, I feel like they should take um, a wide receiver, maybe a little bit early.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, it looks like a lot of the wide receivers were taken before their position in the draft, which could end up being an issue. But if one guy falls to them, they can definitely go grab him. Uh, Next couple picks, you have the Cardinals taking – A defensive lineman Jordan Davis and then the Cowboys taking a defensive lineman Boye Mafé um I guess anything that stands out to you from either of these two picks I really like the Jordan Davis pick but I guess what are your thoughts
1: I kind of like the Jordan Davis pick as well especially considering Arizona already has a really good offense so they just need to work on their defense and then we'll be good on both sides of the ball
0: definitely and um I assume Dallas would just be adding to their depth. Um, Two teams taking guards now, both the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. Um, It makes sense because I guess both of them have a really strong run game. Buffalo, it's with Josh Allen. and Tennessee, it's with Derrick Henry. Um, So, honestly, just protecting uh, their highest uh, paid investments seems like a logical move, I guess. What are your thoughts? Kind of
1: makes sense to me, especially considering the Bills – Protecting Josh Allen is kind of like their first priority. And It's the same with Derek Kevin.
0: For sure. And uh, pick 27, he has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Devontae Wyatt. Georgia defensive tackle. Uh, if they don't re-sign and Sue, it looks like he would be a direct replacement for him on the defensive line. I mean, the Bucs' defense is always scary. I think this just makes them scarier.
1: Pretty much. They'll probably be the team that kind of shuts down a lot of teams you wouldn't expect
0: for sure. And speaking of the green Bay Packers, they do take a wide receiver with their next pick. Uh, he has them taking Christian Watson at 28th. Um, yeah, I think that, um, getting at least a first round wide receiver in the building with Aaron Rodgers is a good move, but I guess, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think if they if they really want to, um, I guess, go for the line first, then I think they would have to take a wide receiver right after because you want to have as much, um, depth to the as possible
0: yeah definitely um because Randall Cobb is not a long-term solution because of his age and uh, of course Marquez Valdez Scantling signed with the Kansas City Chiefs so they just really don't have a lot of options at receiver right now so definitely a good pick we got the Chiefs picking back-to-back speaking of them uh they take wide receiver Sky Moore from Western Michigan at 29 and they he has them taking Dax Hill Michigan safety at 30 um, it looks like one's replacing Tyreek Hill, the other one's replacing Tyron Matthew. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on that.
1: I guess with these two picks, KC um, Nation's probably going to be one of the strongest teams in the league again.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. They, this team, they've been good in terms of like uh, replacing like players that they've lost. For some reason, they always lose players on the defense, but they somehow always win their division. Like it just doesn't make sense. Uh, Looks like they're going to do that again, especially bringing in a guy like Dax Hill, uh, train him up with the defense, and he might be able to make some plays this year. We'll definitely have to see. Uh, with the 31st pick, the Bengals, he has them taking Logan Hall, Houston defensive end. Uh, honestly, I have mixed feelings about this pick because I would have preferred them to take an offensive lineman in the first round, considering how much Joe Burrow got like bullied out there. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this pick?
1: I kind of would have liked, um. Guard or an offensive tackle, some something on the offensive line as well. I think we saw in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs in general, Joe Burrow was taking a lot of hits, and he was basically just using his athleticism to kind of power his way through the entire um, postseason. And I don't think that's a viable long-term strategy. I know um, Russell Wilson doesn't have the didn't have the best um, offensive line at times on the Seahawks, but yeah, and I still don't think that's a good idea. I'd rather they try to do what the Bills did and try to protect Joe
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, definitely something that I feel like the Bengals should be doing as well. Um, and then with pick 32, the last one of the first round, yes, the Detroit Lions taking Arnold. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher this name. Abikete uh, from Penn State, edge rusher. Um Yeah, I think uh, he has the Lions taking uh, an edge rusher earlier in the draft. Um, Sorry, he wasn't an edge rusher. He's a defensive lineman, Trayvon Walker. Now they take a guy off of the edge. So they solidify their defensive line with two players. Um, I guess, give me your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, I guess um, with a lot of guys on the line, um, they don't really have to uh, worry too much on having to figure out how to stop other players. They probably have a line that that's pretty good at pressuring other teams. For sure.
0: And I guess what's interesting with this mock draft, he didn't include any quarterbacks. So um, he said that there is a chance um, that round one could pass by with no quarterbacks going off the board. I guess he doesn't like the talent um, level of guys like Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, among others. Um, I don't know. I guess give me your thoughts on maybe a team here that could take a quarterback instead of, I guess, their pick that they currently
1: have. Honestly, I don't really like um, taking quarterbacks um, in the first first round because I guess we saw what happened to last season. There were a lot of quarterbacks with a lot of potential. Um, Mac Jones was kind of the most successful by far. So I would think that uh, for the most part, I don't think any team really needs to draft one. Maybe the Lions, but I think the Lions should be fine, fine with Jared Goff for now that looks like for the most part, I don't think uh, teams should really be looking for a quarterback in the first
0: round. Honestly, I think for me, maybe you start looking at a quarterback. I don't think any should go in the top 10, maybe Pittsburgh at 20, if they want to look at someone for their future. Like you said, the Lions should be okay for this year with Jared Goff. And I think I agree with you on that. I don't think they should be reaching for anyone at number two. Um, and then if you keep scrolling, a lot of these are playoff teams that have quarterbacks. So Um, Yeah, maybe the Lions do take one at the end of the first round. That's another uh, thing that I could see happening. Does Washington take one? Maybe, but they're all the way up at pick 11. Um, I don't know whether they'd want to do that. Um, Yeah, it's tough. Maybe Atlanta. I think Atlanta could be a possible team. since They don't have Matt Ryan anymore. How many years do you think they're going to go with Marcus Mariota? That's the question. So, um, yeah, those are maybe a handful of teams that might do it. Will Carolina do it? I don't know if they will. I feel like they have a lot of things that they need to fix as well. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely an interesting topic as well. We'll definitely see what teams do in the draft. Obviously, your Cleveland Browns, no first-round picks, but they have Deshaun Watson, so I think they're pretty happy about that.
1: Yeah, I guess they decided to kind of um, leverage their future this draft for Deshaun Watson, so hopefully it works out.
0: They've been stacking up so much talent every single draft. It's their time to win now. They're going to go for it. And I'd do the same thing if I was in their position. They didn't feel like Baker was enough to get them over the top. I think they only won one playoff game with him. Um, So they definitely feel like Watson's going to be that guy. And, I mean, if he plays with the kind of talent he's been playing with in in Houston, um, you know, he's so talented. We just haven't seen him on the field. If he comes back with that same talent, yeah, they'll be great. They'll be ready to go. They'll definitely be competing for a Super Bowl for sure. And yeah, that's that's pretty much everything here for the mock draft. So it's going to be the end of this Fanatics football episode. Just make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting pics for both NBA and NHL. Definitely go check them out. Uh, in terms of this podcast, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Just make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. And yeah, man, um, a lot of small pieces of news, definitely stuff, I guess, worth looking at. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.